Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to podcastjuice.net. This is the Michael Dean Show. My name is Michael Dean. Joining me today, you can hear all that noise in the background. We got a newcomer today, straight from the Discord chat, Mr. Morpheus. Sir, how are you? I'm good, brother Dean. How are you? I'm doing good, man. You know, we live. We, we, we're working like a job, as always. Thank you for coming on. Also, Thank you for the invite. Oh, for sure, man. You know, uh, and I'm going to put the link in the notes here. We have our own Discord chat, which is basically a chat room that we have for Podcast Juice. And we got our general room, our Prince room, and we got gaming room, Michael Jackson. Ratchet. Ratchet room. All kind of stuff. But Morpheus be on there uh, heavy, like a lot of us. And, uh, you know, we get to having some good little spirited debates and, you know, going back on going back on one another, back and forth clowning. But I was like, you know what? Let's see if he wants to uh, jump onto the mic, the hot mics, and 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 see if uh, all that verbal smoke uh, translates <laughs> from the chat room. <laughs> so we appreciate you coming on, man. A lot, a lot of cats. Ah, oh, oh, no, Mike, I got, I got some coming up. Uh, <laughs> I gotta get to the gym. I'm about to go to the gym right now. <laughs> yeah, my battery, my battery's going out. My battery's going out. <laughs> But the show's I tomorrow. <laughs> but my battery got it. Take twenty five, forty dollars to charge, Mike. You know? Okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna call. I'm not gonna call out who I think you're talking about. But that's all right. <laughs> but it's all in good fun. Though. So we appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Mister. Like the way my workout is scheduled, I can't do that. Here you go. Shots are fired. Also, uh, you hear his voice, Mister Mr. Mr. Amp Pooh. So how are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing real good. I had a very uh, somewhat, is- yeah, I say somewhat inspiring time in Orlando for the Grace Hopper Women's Celebration and Computing. Uh, some a uh, lot of great uh, women in tech. A lot of sisters. Last year I was there. I was a little disappointed. And I really want to say, um, like, I put it on the sisters for not being there because, you know, cause all it could be a whole lot of insinuating, insinuating circumstances. This year, I'd say it was double, maybe even triple black women out there in STEM careers, in STEM majors, trying to get uh, put on with some of these tech companies. And it was great to see. All right. Much salute to those women. Now, my Tommy Sotomayor. Sisters, now you, now you were doing good. I don't want to trash everything you just said, but go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to say, it's like, sisters, like, come on, some of y'all lace fronts was just raggedy. Like, oh, I was, ah, uh, I was just, they would come out like, really? I, I wish you did a blowout. Like, come on. Man. Wow. I wonder Literally. now, dude. Now, now, is there is there equivalent to this 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 hate? Uh, the sisters and they. And salute to all the black men who showed up at the conference for blah, 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 blah. Uh, but some of you brothers, your hairline <laughs> tore up from the floor. Up. Brother, just cut it off. Go bald. You know, Actually, you had the nerve to come in there with them tired ass waves. Jerry, did they do that? Like a, mm. Let me get on my Michael Chapter. Yo, you ain't got your edges, man. Where your edges at? Yeah. Is that what brothers is doing now? They should get clowned. I live. No, I'm saying like that's what we we're going in on the hair. All right. You need to start watching that, Tommy. That's the problem. Oh yeah, well, yeah, you're right. 
Anyway, um, let's. Uh, so we got a lot to talk about, but the first thing we're going to get into is uh, this the new movie, The Joker, or Jokers, as, as it is called. Uh, we haven't done a movie review on here in a minute, but I definitely want to talk about this one. I'm just going to say it off the top. Well, first of all, the movie's directed by Todd Phillips, uh, starring Joaquin Phoenix. Um, this is a this is a DC Comics movie. It's based on the villain, the Joker, you know, from Batman. Uh, I would say inspired as opposed to based on. Well, I would say based on as inspired. I don't know why that makes a difference, but it is Joker. That's what the movie's called. Um, I'll say this off the top for me, and I'm, I got a lot to say about this movie. I thought this movie was dope. Um, looking back on it now, there's two things that stood out for me. The first thing, of course, and here a lot of people talk about it, is the performance by Joaquin Phoenix. To me, dude acted his ass off. Like, at no time did I think the acting was so par or I didn't believe him in his performance. I felt like he fully committed to what he was doing. I mean, his physical appearance off the top somewhat disturbed me at times. I didn't know if that was prosthetics or if that was his real body. Dude looks sick, man. He looked like deformed or something. I just was like, damn, what? This dude looked crazy. Um, Yeah, his acting was just some of the best acting I've ever seen in any comic book movie. I'm not saying it's the best. I have to see, but is it top tier? Absolutely. Uh, I couldn't see how anyone could say otherwise, but I'm sure they do. The other part that I, I really liked about this movie was the visual aesthetic of it, the way it was shot. Absolutely beautiful, in my opinion. I saw this on Adobe Cinema screen, and those shots of New York, I, I love that old New York it's kind of dirty a little bit. Just those big buildings and just the way it looked and all the papers and everything. I thought they captured that so brilliantly and just the details of it looked amazing. Like Todd Phillips, uh, he probably has blown, he, he's opened the door for his career just because of how he places the shots and everything. I thought it looked fantastic. One of the most beautiful movies I've seen in, in a long time. Really fell in love with that. Um, so those are the two things that really stood out. Uh, the movie itself, I thought was it was entertaining to me. Uh, you know, there's a lot of controversy coming into this. Will it inspire violence or is it too violent and dark and all this? In my opinion, it was no more darker or violent than a number of, uh, you know, People are comparing it to Martin Scorsese movies. I would compare it to me. This movie was like the the uh, the white version of Do the Right Thing. Uh, it so it wasn't super violent to me. No more violent than any other movie I've seen. Uh, it just deals with quote unquote anti hero type of character that mm-hmm. it kind of makes you want to be the protagonist in the movie again, which is no different to me than a Scarface or uh, Boys in the Hood or, or Menace Society with an old dog or uh, any of these types of characters. I've always had these types of characters in movies. Uh, so I didn't... So I looked at it like that. Uh, I could see, though, at the end, you know, there's like this kind of riot-type scene 
And again, I go back to when Do the Right Thing came out. I remember when that movie came out, opening day, I was watching that. When I came out that movie, I was waiting for somebody in dominant society to say something greasy to me. <laughs> I was ready to get I felt that way when I saw um, Higher Learning. Okay. Yeah, I was ready, like, say something stupid. It's all, it's going to, because I'm so, this movie that got me triggered and hyped up, I'm ready. I'm ready to get it popping. I might get my ass whooped. <laughs> but I was, I was hot. So I could see how this may have that for certain types of people. They might come, you know, but movies been doing that forever. And I can't blame the movie because somebody else is getting triggered by something they saw on screen. That's their problem. Uh, you still be able to sh- talk about things and show human things that people do. So I don't have a problem with that. I just, you know, it is what it is. But uh, I will just make it quick. I did enjoy the movie. Oh, how does it compare to the other comic book movies? Or is it, it's not the Joker from the movie or from the comic books. Uh, I can't really get into all of that because to me, I don't think it ever tried to be the comics at all. I don't think they even build it as that, in my opinion. Uh, I thought they were doing a version of the Joker. Uh, if I had to compare this to comic books or canon or anything, to me, this would sit in uh, what they have. They used to have a thing called Elseworlds in the DC comics where they would do, you know, alternate versions of these characters and show you in different scenarios. This, to me, was exactly that. Or they have a new thing now that's called Black Label, DC Black Label. This would sit perfectly in that it's just another take on a character not unlike many of the other classic comic books that have done alternate characters or versions of these characters i don't remember any comic book fans uh protesting those releases and said they were out of canon they they were never were in canon so i don't know i don't i guess i don't understand that argument but with that said uh this is not a part of the DC movies that have come before like Justice League and all that type of stuff. This is not in the same universe as that. This is sort of like a one and done. Now I say that to say, I wouldn't be shocked if this movie is successful and they do a sequel because uh, this is a business. And I believe there is a newer interview with Joaquin where he's like, Hey, you know, it's not my call if they want to do another one. I, I loved playing this character. <laughs> you know, I'm sure if the check is a check, ain't nobody going to say, nah, I don't want to do it. Stop that. This, this is a business. They're in the, So I wouldn't be mad if they did a sequel. I will say this. Last thing I'll say this. And we're not going to spoilers yet. I really wished they could have had Batman in this. Like I would have had a flash forward at the end of this. Because I just wanted to see Batman beat his ass. Because I, I thought the Joker, the Arthur character, he was wilding. Like and I didn't like him, actually. Like, I wasn't sympathetic at all to him. And we'll get into that later. So I really wanted to see Batman put hands on him. Just because I was like, okay, he's doing his thing. I would have loved to see the, uh, you know, the cause and effect. So there's things that he does in this movie. I wanted to see the, well, let's see that. We know the other side exists, right? The Batman. I would just love to see Batman. You bitch, you bitch, you. Um, let, I'm gonna give you this work. <laughs> so I, I wanted to see that. So I would love to see a a, a, a sequel for my own sadistic reasons. But uh, the Joker, salute. 
Uh, I thought it was a great movie. I'm going to see it again uh, next week in 70 millimeter. Uh, I thought it was cool. And Pooh, what do you think? All right. This is going to be kind of short and sweet because uh, we get into the, the spoiler talk discussion. Mm-hmm. It's not a bad movie. If you look at the acting, the visuals, the storytelling, the pacing, I can see why the critics are fawning over this. Um, it's a very well put together movie. I think the problem I had, I need to watch this movie again because I thought this was going to be the origin of Joker and that we were going to get the Joker for more than more time than we got in this film. So my expectations, uh, so it's pro- I'm probably being a victim of my expectations of where I saw the film going and what we were going to get and what we were going to see. Um, overall, they did some things that I didn't agree with. The the ending left me, um, gave me the, the same uh, unfulfilled conclusion that the Matrix Revolutions did. Oh, was it Reloaded? <laughs> Matrix Reloaded did, where I had to be like, okay, wait, what? Huh? Help me out on this. But I, can I will. See, yeah, but overall, I can I can see why. Um, my boy Tawala Sharp. Mo Kelly show, he put it together perfectly. This was Todd Phillips doing an art house film, a deconstruction of today's society, getting so he can get an award that he wrapped into a comic book genre so he can get the, the bag too with the box office. And, you know, some people are going to hate that. I'm, I'm not going to hate it because. Because I've been saying, like, like I've been going at it with Q and and uh, uh, Mark in the chat, like, fuck Candy. This is this this ain't the comic book. <laughs> they don't have to adhere to it. So I, but at the same token, it's like, okay, you you do not put you do not put out this film in big bold letters, Joker, and then give me the amount of time of the Joker that they did. I mean, but that being said. It is a good film that I probably need to see again to really absorb what the director and the writer was trying, the story that they were really trying to tell. Because me going all the way through it, I'm like, okay, we're going to, here's a joker. Okay, here's a joker. Here's a joker. So probably now that I understand the film with everything, much like when I saw Ant-Man, halfway through, I started figuring out, okay, this isn't an MCU type comic booky film. This is a a action comedy heist that happens to be in the MCU with superhero characters. So that's, that's what I say. And so hopefully those that are listening, you, you understand and you subvert your expectations. So that way you can really fully absorb the film that they're trying to put out there for you. All right. Yeah. Now let's shit on this. It's funny. You know, I, I was, I was thinking about it. This to me, this movie, I would sit it on the shelf next to Logan or something. I wanted to talk about some of the themes in this movie and you know, some of the things that they portray on the screen. I have a lot of issues with the Joker character. This is not an issue the way it was written or performed. It's just the mentalities behind the actions of these characters. I thought that the Joker character, or what's his name? Arthur Fleck? Yep. First of all, he, like I said, he say he has mental. He has some. He has mental issues. 
We're going to spoil something. He has mental issues. I get that. In this movie, he's a grown ass man. Grown old ass man. Yeah, he's yes, me. <laughs> yeah, he's a grown grown. He's your daddy's age. Nigga. Did they say how old he is with it? They didn't say his age, but he is not a young man. You know, he's living at home with his moms, which ain't nothing wrong with that. But I'm just saying he was, he had a job as a clown. Okay, this movie what takes place in is it the early 80s yes early yeah they were they were mentioning some of the cuts to social uh programs that uh put it around the reagan era okay mm. it's in new york uh it looks as if he lives in you know the hood or you know what i mean like he lives in an area that's not no you know it's a i don't know what neighbor this is so this was not in new york per se this is in gotham but it looked like he was in damn near Fort Apache, the Bronx or something. Like he wasn't, he was in a, 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 a predominantly people of color. And I'm, I'm going to use, the, I'm going to use these PC terms for y'all. He wasn't in, a, <laughs> we weren't in a white, white neighborhood. Okay. It was a low income house. Looked like he was in the projects. Uh, whoa, he was on his woe is me. You know, he was, it was tough out there in these streets. They made that point for that. So see the things I didn't I, I had trouble kind of understanding is well, I didn't have trouble understanding it, but his character, he was doing his psychiatric meetings he would have with his doctor. And he was just an oddball dude. He was kind of he was out there. And he wanted to be a comedian, right? But he was a I'm gonna say he was a buster. He he was a buster, low-key loser type cat. Yeah, he was on seven medications and all that. I get that. But he was out here in these streets, working a job, trying to trying to find his way. To me, in this movie, they try to make you be sympathetic to him. I had no sympathy for him. I Damn, you cold-hearted. I'm not cold-hearted. Because he was a grown-ass man. And so I didn't, maybe they don't give me, they didn't give me enough information in the movie, but I was like, well, how did he get to where he's at now? Like, when did he ever get a, did he ever get a breakthrough or did he realize his, his, his predicament and try to better himself? But why is he acting like he wants to be recognized? I, I was just like, nigga. First of all, that's why I was like, this is in the eight. Okay. What you mad for? Like, you in America, man. Like you, you a white man. Like I, I didn't. I, I was like, okay, you got mental issues, but you, you don't have to be a clown, man. You can be other than that. Or if you're gonna be a comedian, then get on your game. Like they kind of show him at the clubs, kind of studying. But, but, bro, you wasn't funny. Like it was just like everybody must have been gassing him up or something to humor him to think he was funny. You're not funny, bro. Like you should have found something else at this point in your life. He'd have been like, if this movie, if he was black and he had been, it looked like he was in his late forties, early fifties. And this nigga would have been talking about, I'm going to be a rapper. You'd have been like, huh? <laughs> you know part about it. <laughs> like, you know what I'm going to say. Did you can't still do that? I know. And you don't have sympathy for them. You're like, nigga, stop. You're living at home. You want to be a rapper at 50. Stop this shit. Well, I'm, and that's what I'm saying. 
I couldn't be. I said I had no sympathy. That's why I had no sympathy for him. Not being cold blooded. It's like flip it, flip it around. You'd be like, the fuck out of here, man. What are you doing? And then that's what I'm saying. Plus the fact that you in the dominant society, doing us and stop. Fuck out of here, man. You go get a job. There's always work at the post office. There's always something. You 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 have a little slide up. But anyway, let's take that off the table. I'm sorry. So you had. So I didn't have no sympathy. I was like, eh, okay. He's in the position he wants to be in. That's how I looked at it. Mm-hmm. But then, um, but then, okay, I said, okay. He, essentially, he's he's a fuck boy. So all right, people picking on him. He's doing his thing now. When he decides to sort of cross over and strike back, you know, there's a scene where he's on the train, and one of his coworkers gave him a gun. One of his other clown homies said, yo, man, you need some protection. You cause you was because he was already getting punked in the streets by some kids, right? It's like, man, here, hold this pistol. He was on his first level. We having fun. He's holding his he gave him a gun. So he got on the subway train and there was some stuff that uh these these dudes was kind of harassing a chick. And the Joker sitting on the train trying to mind his own business. He got clown costume on and they, they harassing the chick. So she gets up and runs off. Now, mind you, the clown dude, he has a condition where he starts going into this hysterical laughing. It's like, like a nervousness twitch almost like he, he has just he can't stop laughing, but he's not really laughing, though. And he's doing that. And these type of bully type dudes, young dudes with these suits. Like, yo, what's so funny, man? Because you can get this work too. Basically, you know, well, we're gonna get on you then. You you want to laugh? You think it's funny? You want to get involved? So they they run up on him. And I don't know whoever wrote this movie. Uh, they must have. They was on the Arlena's cousin. Heavy in this movie. This was this movie is Joker, aka getting stomped out. There was multiple scenes where people was getting stomped out in this movie. <laughs> so they start stomping the Joker out on the subway channel. I was like, oh shit. And he came back, blasted, pulled out the strap, blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, shit. You know, I was like, yeah, yeah. He's dumping. Now, I don't, I'm not saying I condone his action, but I'm saying he, he started busting and killed them cats. I was like, whoa, he's wilding and he takes off in the streets. Now, that incident. He should have killed him, but I ain't mad at him putting well, a couple of caps in his ass. Yeah, I mean, one hand, it was a. He, they say the wrong one. He was the wrong you, one. That's what but, you say. Like, but he didn't have no. But he had the. But he just killed them. Like there was the one dude he shot. He chased them down. Yeah. And blasted on that. That's when he crosses into some other. I'm like, hey, okay, you you couldn't do a fair one. You was getting stomped mm-hmm. out. Now, granted. They used to double, three on one. Three on one. Granted, they double teamed down on you. So okay, you came back busting and get them off you. But then he was on some other shit when he was like, "I'm I'm killing you. I'm gonna chase you down and blow your head off." So he was on that. Now that situation sparks a whole little underground. You know that that went through the news and so oh, it was a clown that shot these rich cats. And so he kind of becomes this low key uh, neighborhood. Robin Hood hero type, you know, anti-hero in, in the news. I'm like, okay. 
I could see where this movie was going all through this. I was like, oh, okay, okay. But then to me, like, his character, in my opinion, he just wanted to be recognized. He wanted people to affirm him, like, you know, oh, we see you and we acknowledge you. And he felt like he was always being cast aside. I didn't really like that. I was like, you're a bitch. Like, why do you need everybody's approval? And, and when mm-hmm. he doesn't get the approval, he wants to kill people. Now, to me, that's the same mentality. You, that happened today. That, that's the school shooter mentality, in my opinion. But he was a grown-ass man doing this. And so I was watching this movie. I was like, you know what? That's how they be thinking. You know, again, not taking away his mental situation, but I was like, because he was going, he was having a bad time. He wanted, and he was in his feelings. There's a scene where Robert De Niro character gets uh, some video footage of the Joker doing his stand-up act, and he plays it on his big-time TV show. It, clowning, you know, joking on him. Ah, oh, he ain't even that funny. Ha, ha, ha. The Joker's in his feelings over that. Now, stop and think about it for a second. You're a comedian or you want to be a comedian. You, you, so you, so you tell jokes. How can he be in his feelings when another comedian is joking on you? Ain't that what a comedian is supposed to do? How are you going to be in the game if you can't take it? So he want to kill people? He was, that's what I say. He was a he was really a bitch, and there was that whole sort of bitch made man mindset that unfortunately we see in today, where these cats because they not being recognized, and and don't you love me? Y'all don't love me, and, and he can't be the number one, so he's like bucket. I'm gonna start blasting people and take my anger out or my disenfranchisement on everybody else. Who does that? You know, he's just so, so I was like, he was, I was like, this movie, he's a sucker. So there was my favorite scene in the movie. I won't spoil too much, but when he 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 pulls up on Thomas Wayne, Bruce Wayne's dad, <laughs> and and it's from a, his daddy, and it was this whole thing about it was you my daddy and this paternity type thing, and Bruce Thomas Wayne said, "Man, get like I'm perfect. Let me get get out of my face, man." You you tripping? Your mom is crazy. I, I'm not your daddy. And he and then you know homeboy because he's in his mind starts going into that whole kind of bucking up and talking. Thomas Swain slapped the living shit out of him. Said, "Man, if you ever," because he put his hands on Bruce. Man, if you ever come around my house, I'll kill you. Fuck out! I I was the only one to. That shit was tight, man. <laughs> Slap this shit out. I said, man, don't run up on. Fuck are you doing? No motherfucker. Yeah, he was I, about I, that life. Yeah, I was like, that's and he, I was like, he's supposed to do that because when you saw what he did to Bruce Wayne, I was like, this dude is why. I thought that I don't know if that was the Alfred character who was at the gate. Seemed like it. Yeah, he was about to. I was like, Trump, please open the gate and give him that work. Dude is on, he's in violation. You come to the house, putting his hands on his son. He did Bruce dirty. That's why I wanted to see Batman beat the shit out of him because he put his hands all in Bruce's mouth. It's like, who does this? So I'm just saying, like, this character was wild, man. Like, and here's the other part, and I want to open this up, Ampu, but uh, I was watching this movie. And maybe I watched it too much time. He said, I'm going to hear it myself. 
But as I was watching it, and what's my girl's name? Uh, she don't like to take showers. What's her name? Uh, <laughs> Zazie Beats. Zazie Beats. <laughs> I didn't Zazie. heard that. I heard that story, but okay. <laughs> yes, you did. It was in the news like about a month ago. Remember, she came out and said she think Americans shower too much. Okay. You remember that? Oh man, Vaguely. everybody was Vaguely. like, I, I don't, hey, I, I don't forget that. You're not watching the coaching now. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> she's fine. But it made me pause. But anyway, uh, I was, you know, she was in the movie. She was a single mother, had a daughter. She lived in the same apartment building as Joker, right? So I was like, okay. Now we, she was in the previews, and I'm like, okay. They, in the in the trailer, they kind of make it like they might have they might have something going on. I was looking at him, and I was looking at her, and I'm like, "This is some fantasy." Because <laughs> I was like, "He's not. He has no position of power." See, from the trailers, I thought maybe she was uh, infatuated with the Joker. Because I was like, I was looking at her, and I was looking at him. Ain't no way in hell on a sister like that. But I was like, okay. But in the movie, he's plainly a buster. Damn near look crazy. And I was sitting there watching, like, how is she going to be in a relationship with this old ass man? I said, okay. I mean, I, I was like, I know we didn't write this. So let me, go, let's move, let me watch it. There's a scene in the movie where the Joker just, after, I can't remember where he was coming from, some traumatic situation. He goes right to her old this girl's house, knocks on the after door. After he shot those people. Oh, this is after he killed him. So he goes to her house after he done shot his own people. <laughs> she opened the door. He come in, tongue her down and smashing. I, I, <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I almost, I, I was like, this is that bullshit. I was like, huh? What part of fantasy zaddy? I was like, even though. Even the strongest Candace Owens type. Oh. I was like, huh? Damn. <laughs> would they even go that? Like, and, then, and she never even knew this cat. Like, there was a whole thing where he was, I'm setting this up. It's a whole thing where he was following her to her job. Like, he thought he was following. And she came to his door. This, again, I was pulled out of the movie. After we saw that he followed her to her job riding the subway and following her to the daughter's school and all this. She came to his door. Were you following me today? And I was like, oh, she's about to get into his ass. He was like, you know, oh, well, yeah. Oh, okay. I was like, huh? What? And then she, and uh, keep in mind, she has a single daughter. She, she's a single mother. She has a little girl. They live in this the hood project looking crazy. And here's some sick looking dude that followed you. And then you just go to the house and, okay. Huh? I was like, who wrote no, that? You, you forgot the best part. Oh, what the? Why didn't you come inside? I was hoping you would. Yeah. Oh, see, that's my mind stop. can't even. Yeah, my mind just, stop that's so it. ridiculous. Yeah, I was like, stop. That's why I was like, yeah. I, I, that's why I was like, okay, they, they on their stuff. They, they heavy on that. I was like, whatever. And I was like, yeah, I can't wait for the podcast. Sisters, y'all come on now. If y'all don't boycott the fuck out of this. <laughs> so that's what I was saying at first. And then, like I said, so you had that scene and then you go, he goes. And then after that, then he kills some people. 
without saying nothing, he he in there smashing. I was like, okay. Whoa, wow, this is awesome fantasy. But then it, you come to find out, I'm spoiling this. You come to find out this story is being told from his point of view. And this dude is hallucinating this shit. At mm-hmm. least the, the thing with her. So I was like, oh, okay, because I was like, now we're talking because ain't no way in hell. <laughs> I don't, like I said, even the deepest candidates someone's daddy, they're they not going that far. Not with their daughters. Come on now. Because then, so, so I was like, okay. But I'm saying all this to say, the way they portray black women in this movie was just interesting. Because the first black woman you saw was his therapist. And he kept sort of implying, you're not listening to me. You know, and she's like, hey, tell me how you feel. I feel he's all on his shit. And old girl's like, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then she's like, listen, they cutting our funding. I can't see you no more. You're not going to be able to get your, edu- you get your, your medicine. And, uh, but they don't, it's not only they don't, they don't care about you. They don't care about me either. I'm, I'm out of job. He's just, all he's concerned about, but you don't hear me though. I was like, this nigga bitch. He a grown man. I, said, I was like, okay. They show another black woman. He's on the bus, a little, bo- a little kid sitting in front of him. And, he kind of makes the kid laugh and they have the overweight black mother yep. turn around. Leave him alive. Or some I was like, okay, yeah, here they go. Here we go. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. And then and then the another the the then the the other black woman is this woman he fantasizes over, right? On the sexual level. And he's in a relationship with this black woman. There aren't too many women characters in this movie. Majority of them are black women, right? And so he fantasizes about this system. But then I kind of picked up because he stopped taking his medication. That's when the hallucinations stop, right? He goes to that girl's house again after some other shit done happened. Purely distraught. He breaks into her house, I guess. He was on his Amber Guyver because he's like, he just opened the door. I was like, how the fuck are you getting this? Yeah. <laughs> and she's in the back room putting her daughter to sleep or whatever. And she comes out startled that he's in there. And they threw me for a minute because I'm like, why is she tripping? And this is sort of, I believe this is when they reveal that he had been hallucinating their whole relationship. So she's like, you're just that sick motherfucker that was in the elevator. You're in the wrong apartment. And she can clearly see this dude is sick he, he tripping and he's sitting on the couch bugging he looked cracked out he looked like he even smoking and the way they cut this scene he just le- they they don't show what happens and he just leaves now to me after everything he done done I take it that he killed her and possibly killed that daughter and I was, but they don't, to me, they don't have the balls to actually show that in the movie. I don't know if they were, I don't, I'd be curious if they actually shot that scene because they, they show him doing some grisly shit. But I can see how they didn't want that smoke probably 
to like, yeah, we ain't gonna show him just killing this this black woman. That had to be we ain't that crazy. We want our bag first before we try to clown and put this message out there. But I got that to me. That's what the implication was. I was like, so this cat fantasizes about the sister sexually, but then he must hate her because he had killed his own mom. Most of the women Spoiler. he doesn't have he doesn't have good relationships with women, and he's fantasizing about sisters. But then he going knowing she got a daughter. He he going he he killed her. I said I said he killed her. I was like wow, white wild, and I was like this to me that was smoke signals. Man, okay, that's the that's the mentality. Mm. He's he's on some other shit. And then the last sister they show is at the end. She's another like social worker type character. After he's I thought been, that was the same one. No, it's a different one. Okay. She's in Arkham. He's in. He, he he's clearly been captured. Blah blah blah. But to me, it wasn't no implication. They show him talking to her calmly or whatever. But then the next scene, he's walking down the hallway of Arkham, all slow and crazy. But every step he takes. There's blood under his feet. And I'm taking it. He stomped out that sister and killed her. Mm-hmm. I'm like, wow. Interesting. So it's wild. I, again, they probably be doing stuff they don't even consciously be thinking about. But I I I just how I picked up. I was like, man, that's and, and you know, the other thing is they don't actually really show the only his victims was all white people. I don't know if you picked up on that. Yeah, it's like do, do, now that you're, you're mentioning it, it's kind of like he couldn't kill that black, that fat black mammy on the bus. Nope. But he killed that. That was a single mother with the child. But he, you got they make us think that he killed the neighbor. He didn't kill the black therapist at the beginning that he felt wasn't listening to her. But they let you led you to believe he killed this uh, this new black therapist. So right, they're they're doing the symbolism is there. Yeah, it was it, it was interesting. I and, and I'm I'm not on no woke and all that. I'm just calling it how through my lenses. You see, what I'm saying I'm not so I miss me with all that. But I, and again, I saw this. I thought the movie was dope, but I'm just saying is to me is a character study of a certain mindset, and I was just like, yeah, I could see, and that's what I said to me. He just was he he. He was. He felt like he was entitled. Like, how come they don't love me? And and I love when Robert De Niro was kind of character was like, man, you on some sick shit. What fuck, you know, fuck you. You're not funny. Blah 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 blah. And he blew his head off on live TV. I was like, but that's what a sucker would do. You know, he just he was on his school shooter. So was, so he wanted he wanted to do it in front of the cameras. He wanted dick and attention, essentially. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I was like. I could see, that's why I was like, yeah, this is they do the right thing because that whole little riot type stuff. I was like, what they rioting for? Like, and I was I was looking closely, like, are there some brothers? They better not be no brothers in this scene. It's like, fuck up. What are they? I mean, I just didn't understand. Like, so you mad because there's richer people? Like, motherfucker, we've been struggling on some real shit. It, this nigga mad because they was telling jokes on him. And a couple people slapped him up. Eh. Why would I have sympathy? Like that's why I was trying to understand. Like he's in the hood now. The hood ain't rioting it because 
there would be far other things to be riding over than some this this type of shit. Like, huh? That's why I didn't understand what was the struggle for it. I was like, this, this is on some comic book, the so-called rich and the poor, but the class warfare. Yeah, but I was like, eh, would would the hood really gravitate over that? Or was this on some other? That's why I was just kind of paying attention. And you see the people who pulled him out the van when he was with the police. I was like, yeah, okay, I see what I was like, yeah, this some. I could see today they probably would do some of these people who think that they have it bad or whatever. I was like, stop joking, whatever. On that old, all that alt right type stuff. I was like, eh, this is. I was like, this is they. This is they struggle. This is what they're struggling. They 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 feel like they uh, disenfranchised. I guess I was just trying to understand what's the disenfranchisement like. <laughs> he white. <laughs> was he? What was he mad? I don't. I was like, huh. Why he mad like that? So I, well, to me, it doesn't play that the same way. I'm not saying it doesn't for somebody. I'm just giving you my. I'm 50 years old, black man in America. So I looked at it a different way, and I was just kind of like, eh, somebody needs to slap the shit out of him. Uh, but he's not gonna take the lessons of life. He's gonna be in his 50s, still crying about why he ain't get a fair shake. You know, he's still in his 50s. He want to be a, a rapper, essentially the equivalent of what a rapper would have been in the back. He want to be a comedian. Like, you're not gonna, you're not gonna make it. Go get you a job, fix yourself up, and grow the fuck up. That's what I was saying. Grow up. But he became the Joker. I was like, okay, he's and and to me, at a certain point in the movie, he crosses the line to being sadistic murderer. And I was well, then that's what you're gonna be then. Cool. He's slight. He did old boy dirty who came to his house with the little midget dude. <laughs> now I don't know. Nah, I didn't feel no sympathy. Yeah, I didn't. I, I, I don't know what type of the game that was for him to even come to old boy's house trying to g check him not to snitch after you done already got him fired and stuff. You you should have been ready for some smoke, but yeah, it, it was just that was some gruesome stuff, and I was like, that was a tense team. He had it See, in him. I guess not. He probably thought this little bitch. I'm a, I'm, so to me, in my theater, one of the funniest moments in there was when he's like, yeah, you can go. <laughs> and the uh, midget <laughs> couldn't get there. I was like, oh, he set yeah. him up good. I thought, yeah. I thought he was going to kill him. He's like, nah, I was just playing. That was a cold but scene. Yeah, that, was, that was funny. As he's like, he looking around like, can you help me? I'm like, let's go. I was like, Frodo, that's your ass. You better wear the ring, nigga. I was like, you better... Pull out that sword. <laughs> you better get the fighting. It's talking about open the door and shit. I would have went and grabbed a knife. This motherfucker is nuts, dog. You look crazy. Ooh. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna keep it real. Uh, if I'm ever in, in the, if me, you, uh, Q, and Mark are all in the same area, and Q starts killing Mark, I ain't about to go cower in a corner. Wow. <laughs> I'm getting fucking violent there by any means necessary. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> I'm like, oh shit! I don't know what just happened. I will call the police when I get outside. <laughs> it's like, Mark, I'm a, they gonna ride for you, Mark? Now, see, personally, if I was a little dude, now I'd have got that chain. Damn, a chain, bro! That door would have got open. <laughs> I would have grabbed me a step stool, something. I'm not sitting there asking him to open that door. Nah, man. Uh, uh-uh. uh. He just. Damn near gutted that whale in front of you in his apartment. 
I, I go out the window first before I'll sit there. I'm pleading with Nick. <laughs> when I just did that, I'm like, oh, he gonna kill you. And he just calm. See that right there in that moment. That's the Joker film that I wanted to see, especially when I thought that he set the uh, the little guy up with having the lock on the chain that he right. couldn't reach. I was like, okay, I was like, yeah. Now we get it. Then he let him go. I was like, ah, we're still not there yet. We're still not there yet. But I mean, overall. Like it, it was just like a, it was lacking. I wanted they they they're showing you in the commercials him in the outfit, him in the makeup, and I'm like, okay, give us more of that. I'm like, and even at the end when he's sitting down in that makeup, he's like, call me Joker, which I was just like, okay, what was the, come on, man, what was the point of that? He's just sitting down there, and he he's still a little bitch made talking about, yeah, y'all didn't really want to see me. And yeah, that's when I, and he, he was, he was kind of saying it like knowing as fuck. Like that's why I killed those two guys on the, on the boat. Like I was like, man, why are you being a little bitch? Yeah. Like, he's gonna, I was like, man, stop it. Stop it. And then the, the killer. And, and I had the discussion like Murray, as far as, as I saw in the film, he was the only one that showed him the most compassion when they were in the, the dread, the green room. And dude was like, you call him Mr. Frank. He's like, nah, nah, I don't do that. Because because I feel like Murray, he's like, you know, maybe I need to stall him out just a little bit because, you know, I've probably been there and I'm going to bring him on the show because one, you know, he's business. Like, I'm going to get some ratings out of this. And then he met the guys like, OK, dude was kind of a fucking loser. I mean, no, man, I, exactly. He didn't clown like, him out. He could have no, went no. hard on him, but he didn't. Yeah, right. Know. Gave him an opportunity, like do some jokes, gave him the opportunity. He was the only one that really showed a compassion. But he was stealing his feelings mm-hmm. and he had to, he, he had to, uh, Mark would notice me. He had the, uh, he, the, the drug, the addiction to the pop. He's like, I did something that people are emulating. They're talking about me. The other thing, cause I just saw the movie for the first time uh, a couple of weeks ago. This reminded me of the Charles Bronson death wish original movie. Mm. A, a lot mm. of it reminds me of it. Even, even the scene where he killed those Cats on the subway, they I this very similar to the original Death Wish, and, and he kind of got off on that power. Now right. I, Death Wish did a little bit be- better in my opinion because mm-hmm. he went out and did some more uh, cricket shit. But I so I, I just really remembered that, and then you know of course people were talking about King of Comedy. Of course people were talking about Taxi Driver. Go ahead and and uh, take my film card away from me. I've never seen Taxi Driver. I'm, I'm going to watch it probably over the next month. Uh, but again, the and we had this discussion with Sean Hicks. Were you at homie? And even you and in the chat. When the film cut from him standing on the uh, the taxi cab and he made that smile out of the blood, which I was like, okay, cool. Now we're gonna get the Joker, right? They cut to. The, the hospital, Arkham. And I'm thinking, the first thing that came to my mind, because they did this earlier, he had these hallucinations where he was in the audience with Murray. I thought it was a flashback, but, you know, it was an illusion. And then they revealed that all this interaction with the neighbor, uh, Zazie Beetz's character, it was an illusion, that, an imagination that he had. So I, when they cut to... Excuse me. When they cut to uh, the, the, the hospital at the end... I thought they were saying, oh, he imagined all of this. Because remember, at the beginning of the film, they mentioned he had got committed. 
they never told you why he got committed, but that he was committed. And mm-hmm. I'm thinking like, okay, this whole thing is all up in his head. I, I know I can't be the only one that's thinking that. I can see how you could say that. I mean, it's certainly, it, I guess it could be a possibility. I didn't necessarily think that, but you, you, you can't tell. That's the whole thing with the, you know, a narrative, a narrative like that where you, you don't know it's untrustful, you know? Uh, so you don't know if the story is purely from the character's point of view or just bits and pieces. Um, but I actually think that might be kind of a strength of it where it kind of leaves it open to your interpretation. And uh, Sean, again, on the chat, he mentioned that uh, Joaquin Phoenix was in every scene except one. Or was he? Yeah. Because the guy had a mask on. The one scene that we were led to believe he's not in is when the Waynes leave the theater. <laughs> and they essentially oh, right. they're telling you that the Joker led to their deaths. See, I like now, that. I know some people don't want, I, I like that type of shit. And I, I'm, okay, I'm okay with that. But the thing is, is that remember the person who killed him had the mask on. Right. So are they trying to say maybe that was actually Arthur that did that? I didn't pick up on that, but I, I guess I could see how you can think that. Yeah. I mean, hey, I, I, I don't think these are all coincidences. Just the way that they're telling sure. the story, sure. the things that they're doing. I don't think these are all coincidences. I actually so. thought, I, I saw that coming. I could just tell. I thought they were just going to blatantly show him do it, actually, because I would have been like, that'd be a hell of a head fuck for Bruce and why, why he would be so deeply, you know, on Joker's ass. It would have been very interesting. Well, Again, it's elsewhere. Like- Go ahead. But didn't they kind of like do that in Batman with Michael Keaton, where he's like sitting in the back cave and then like, you know, he reflects and he realizes it's, uh, it was Jack Nicholson as the Joker, as a young oh, cat that right. killed his parents. Yeah. He did yeah. do that, didn't he? I totally forgot about that. This one, I think, well, I mean, I guess you could just take your pick on how you want that revelation. But I think the way that they told the story, this huge riot going on, and it, I, I, I would have liked it that now that the twist was is that he did it. And now we know the reasons why. And he, he's hiding behind all this. Um, I, again, I probably need to watch this again. I probably need to go watch some reviews of it just to get all the little nuances and Easter eggs that that that, that they feel that um, the director and the writer was trying to tell. Um, but yeah, those, those are the big, my big takeaway with, that got to me was, is like, I'm left thinking, okay, what was real and what wasn't? Which could be a good or a bad thing. Okay. Well, for someone who hasn't seen this movie yet, once again, you guys do your movie reviews and you make me want to go see movies. <laughs> You're making me want to go see this because only if you based on the other previous Joker incarcerations that have been in, on seminar, um, where it's Jack Nicholson becomes the Joker because he goes into the acid. Uh, Heath Ledger kind of like because, you know, of uh, getting cut in his face and that's how he has that smirk and all that stuff. So, you're saying that this this interpretation of the Joker is because he was a clown. Well, and he's it's got mental. Like a, no a clown for hire. Yeah, clown for hire. He got yeah, mental clown issues. for hire. But it's like there's no like no physical scars or something like that that nah, makes him no. look like a nope. And his skin. It's just and his no. mind is, is is crazy. And see, the, when you say that, and you ask that, and I wanted to go back to what you were saying, and about you know now I want to see the Joker do his thing. I think in this world, it'd be impossible for him to be doing all that. Like it would get to the point where I don't think they want to show 
just savage killing over and over because that's all he can do. He is not physically built to do anything but be a sick motherfucker. And that's they showed him all he's yeah. gonna do is just blow people away. Uh to me in that world, he couldn't be on the street. Cause how would he you know what I'm saying? I mean, like he can't get away with all that shit. They're gonna know who he is. He can't go yeah. nowhere. Right. He has to get captured. Otherwise, it'd be unrealistic if he's just running around slicing people's throats all day. It becomes a serial killer. So that's to me, I was like, yeah, he had to be captured. Like, And see, that's why I have the problem when people take these comic book properties and try to ground them in reality. Because look at what, look at what you're doing. You're trying to make a logical, society, real world society logic out of a comic book property. And it's like, well, nah, it shouldn't be like that. Actually, but it should be. That's the it, it can be is. both of them, though. That's what I'm saying. There's a place for it to be a story that doesn't deal with anything but just people fighting, right? Cops and robbers, essentially, superheroes. And then there's a take on it where you show it like is a deeper type of a interpretation. Like, you know, to me, The Dark Knight Returns, the comic, was it is an attempt to show it as a deeper. It's not just Batman and Joker beating the shit out of each other. What's the ramifications behind that uh, politically? on a national level and on a city level, uh, which the comics never dealt with that, right? They just, they've just fought and there'd be another adventure. So you can do both. I, I feel like these movies have to explore this. Otherwise we would get burned out if it was just literally them in costumes and he's the bad guy. Let's go fight. Right. We would, no movies would last if they were just one dimensional. Uh, one of the things is that when he was, two times where I felt like, okay, there's the Joker was uh, when he went right up to that camera and, and it kind of felt like, okay, the, 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 uh, the lights flip. I think I'm saying that right. The switch flip. And it's like, okay, there's that devious, I'm going to fuck shit up Joker. And when he was standing on that, on that, uh, that taxi cab, I'm like, okay, there it was. But like for the most part through this movie, I didn't get the sense of, and again, I, I understand you got to subvert your expectations, but it's like when you've had what this 1966 Joker, you've had Jack Nicholson, you've had the cartoon, which a lot of people think is the definitive one. When you've had Heath Ledger, it's like you want that devious. How am I going to fuck shit up? Joker. Well, I I have two questions. Um, One, Michael, um, would you, you're talking about Joaquin Phoenix's uh, performance in this movie. Would you say it's on par with what, or would you say that Heath Ledger was better, or uh, is it Joaquin? Then? Well, or just two different takes. To me, they're two different takes, but they're presented two yeah. different ways. This movie okay. is all Joker character. You know, it's a, it's a character piece. The Dark Knight is not a character piece focused entirely on the Joker, so. It's hard to compare, you know, Jared Leto, and excuse me, Jared Leto, and then there was Jared Leto, oh, I, we ain't which which I like that. I, I actually what? like I like that, but they just didn't show it to me. Let me let me jump into this real quick. To me, the Jared Leto take was probably as as dark as this, but they chopped it out of the movie. And they didn't have the balls to show us that. They you go and read about that movie. Obviously, that movie is not the movie they shot. So I would, and, and Jared Leto was on point to say, yo man, I was disappointed on what they did. I filmed almost an hour's worth of shit. I mean, a movie's worth of shit all on my own. And you see me in there for seconds. So I don't think they showed us the real 
movie. And if you go and look at that director and what he's known for, right? Training Day and all those really dark and gritty cop movies. Cop movies. That wasn't what Suicide Squad was, but they probably got scared because that shit was too crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I can't really judge him because he's a brilliant actor and there's no way he would have been on some bullshit. But going back, going back to this, I couldn't compare. I don't think you can compare them fairly uh, between Heath Ledger and this because the the screen Mm -hmm. times are totally different. And the characters are uh, this movie is about the Joker. and You see the entire thing of that character where he is in the other movie. He's just he's playing the more traditional, just bouncing off a Batman type of stuff. Could Jared Leto have done this movie too? I, of course, he probably could have. I think they were both dope. I don't think there's a matter of one better than the other person. I well, I'll say that uh, Heath Ledger as the Joker, Joker, the face paint, all that blows it out of the, knocks it out of the park easily. Now, because the whole what, movie is based on him being like that. He's, you right. never see him not. Out of the, the the mask, right, playing somebody else. He's only playing the Joker in that movie. Right. And in here, you know, what he's given, and I'm not knocking what he's given, but what he's given mm-hmm. is not the Joker, that the, the criminal, devious mastermind that's trying to kill and all that. What he's given, I mean, the performance that, that he's given, he, he does it, he takes it and owns it. And it, it is a good, amazing performance. But it's just gonna—it's really just gonna come down to what story do you want to see? All right. And I got a recommendation for you. Okay. Death Wish Part Two. Really? Yeah. Okay. I might have to watch it. I—I don't, I don't know. <clears throat> you might have to. There's do like somebody a in it. There's somebody in that movie. You'd be like, huh? Okay. That was him. Okay, I'll give it a try. I'll, I'll see right. if it comes on or I'll look for it on the fire stick. Yeah. All right. But uh, yeah, I think it it's definitely a movie people go, should go see uh, and get your own sort of interpretation out of it. It's, it's not a bad movie. Anybody is, in my opinion, any honest <laughs> person who likes movies, if you say this is a bad movie, I'm curious to what you think is a like it's not a bad movie. You may not agree with the take of the Joker and all that. If you want to play that game, but stop, yeah, please. Dope. Is I, this movie is made dope. I don't care. Nobody sees. I will say this. I will say this. There's only one knock one company that's knocking out of the bar park pretty consistently with comic book films. That's Marvel. And clearly, as we see, <laughs> not too many people can do what they do. So it's Don't good. Don't Martin Scorsese. <laughs> yeah, I, I'll keep that one to myself because I try to get the smoke from Mike today. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, like, but yeah, like you say, be honest with yourself as far as it being a good film because you need people telling different stories with this or it's all going to bleed together and it's going to speed up um, the, the, the decline in, I mean, the decline for these comic book stories. These comic book right. films. It, it, it wouldn't this, the same logic that a so-called comic book head, or a real comic book head, you walk into the comic book store and if all they carried was Marvel books, then you ain't a real comic fan, in my opinion. You'd be, I'd be like, huh? This is an art form. This isn't like, it can't all just be one thing. Like, it wouldn't make any so sense. You, also, you know what I mean? Like, so I don't so know why it wouldn't be any different in the movies. 
Now, what I hope for is that, you know, hey, whatever. I mean, words you get the words you get. I'm just hoping that the success of the film will, one, make DC realize that they don't have to uh, make the superhero comic grand films. And at the same token, it gets other studios going in and mining, going through those comic book crates to find something similar. Yeah, no, nah, I mean, it's there's room for all of it, man. That's the whole thing, you know. I think that's why, to me, it's the, take the it's, it's the audience who needs to maybe catch up a little bit because unlike so any other, you, any other, saying, form, hold on, any other form of art, it can't be all one thing. You can't have one type of music just because one genre is popular than the other. It would be no different in movies. Uh, you have to have diverse stories and we demand that there are other types of takes on things. Otherwise it becomes stale. So comic book movies are just growing up and there's this kind that's great. There'll be that kind that great. It's going to, the challenge is to get the audience to get out of this sort of adolescent mindset. Dude, it's all dope. There's, there's many flavors here. You, you can like this one and not necessarily like that, but if they like that, that's fine. You want this thing to grow. You don't want it to just implode on itself because it's sort of stuck by these rigid code. Of, you know, what would my, my man say? Your old ideas, sick and tired of you telling us what to do. Yeah. You know, it has to be everything. You know what I mean? So that's my take. Yeah. So would you also say that, because I heard you mention Elseworld? Yeah. All right. So would you say that this, that's the equivalent of Marvel's What If? Well, I haven't seen it, so... I don't well, no, I'm just saying, though, it's a, it's a, that premise kind of like the same thing. It's like there's alternate takes. Well, to me, the and Marvel I, What I, Ifs are like total opposites of situations. This is not a total opposite ooh. of the Joker. This is a, a okay. told in a different way, but it ain't, it ain't... See, to me, this would have been a What If if they made Joker black. I <laughs> see that would have been a cold ass movie because if they would have said, I'm gonna give you a reason why he wants to start a riot and he's crazy, that would have been a cold move. Because then you could have been like, okay, this dude is old, he done been through the civil rights. We he gets you could have him getting pulled over on the street and cops is beating his ass, not just some random people doing shit. You could have set it up and you'd been like, Oh, he got the cops just beat the shit out of him on the street. He didn't do nothing. He's slow and they beat his ass. And then plus they was being racist. He got fired from his job over some bullshit, right? His mom is sick. They, then you could set up why he's living in the hood and he's all fucked up. And then they cut the funding. Then you could have threw economics on it in a real way, right? So they stopped the programs. Then you could have had him fall in love, with, fantasize over some white girl. Fuck around, <laughs> fuck around and, and walked into Little Italy with her or something and they beat his ass. And then he blew their head off. And then the people galvanized, oh, it was a racist attack. The black dude struck back. But we don't know who it was. Then you would have been like, oh, okay. I can see why the people, he's an anti-hero. They start to galvanize and starts a movement. And then when he just decides that, nah, fuck that. I'm going to start blasting down on people. Cause I don't, you know, cause I'm mad and you would understand. I can see why you would, okay. I see what he's doing. He's wrong, but I get it. It would make a little, and then you would see why, oh, he put the black fist hat on or whatever it would cover the black hood. And everybody in the street started doing it as an uprising and they tied it in. Cause our community is being 
fucked up. The police got us down. Here's this dude. He's the clown. He's standing up to him. But now he take it too far. See, that would have made a that would have been a what if. <laughs> that would have been a cold ass movie. I never made that. Yeah, you really thought that through. Cause I could, yeah, because better hold on to that. That would have been a cold movie, though. That would have been they would then, then I bet you they wouldn't have shown that motherfucker. You want to see cops in the theater? <laughs> you make that movie. They would have been like, nah. This only gonna be on Netflix. We you niggas to tear the theater, but we're not gonna let y'all. See, that's the other thing. Did you see cops at your showing? No, I no, I didn't. I was in Orlando, and I, I we were talking about the alt lice. I'm sorry, the alt uh, right. Lice. I think I sat right next to one. Hilarious. Why you say that? See, I just don't understand all the this hoopla about that shit. About like, like oh, this movie might trigger you know shooting because of what happened with the uh, shooting in Colorado, right? But my thing is, if you're gonna go all that about protecting and getting police involved and like to have extra security, then you should have had that shit when we went to go see John Wick 3. Nah. Mm-hmm. Nah, I don't agree. Because John Wick, John Wick's not inciting like these, he's not tapping into these feelings that we see real world. Like I said, to me, he was that, he was the embodiment of the school shooter and these types of dudes that be sh- shooting up everywhere. He was the, he felt like he was being picked on by society. And he was like, fuck that. I'm going to make an example of everybody because I'm in my feelings. So we see that. John Wick's not doing that. He's fighting for justice. So you wouldn't be incited to do no shit watching that where I could see the fuck boys who watch this could maybe get a little amped up at that, that last part. Like, yeah, let's take over. Let's tear the streets up. We see these. So I'm in Seattle. They, they be doing every other fucking three months. There's some rally going on. Let's tear the streets up. And they don't be us out there doing it. <laughs> It'd be the ones that so-called ball. Mm-hmm. So that's why I can see why they they may, they themselves may feel like, yo, this movie might be exposing a little too much. We know how they, how our turn up is. Which I go back to Boys in the Hood. Remember when Boys in the Hood? Oh, they're going to, there was some shootings at theaters or you know, the gangbangers is going to come out. Got to put the police in there. I, as I've said before, I went to go see Get on the bus about the minister. They they showed that movie with the lights on. They was that scary. So I can, I can see why they get on the bus with Spike Lee flick. Yeah. And I'm in Seattle. When they but uh, 10% of us, they were like, nah, not that fair. I can <laughs> turn the lights on when you show that movie. Only these niggas have well, no I- idea. Well, I know how we talked about it before on the uh, Prince podcast about Crush Groove. There's a little one story about that. Well, the, the first night it opened up, I went to one theater that was showing it. There was a riot in there, and they shut that shit down. Mm. Yeah. Crush Groove. Yeah. But, but yeah, Mike, back to your question. The dude next to me, he was this big, tall, uh, fat, hillbilly redneck. Uh, he had his whole family with him. <laughs> I, I want to hear how they be saying they be talking about us, but go ahead. <laughs> he had that southern draw. He was like, "Oh, you you came in just in time, you know. A couple minutes later, I was gonna move over there, and you gonna get some extra space." I was like, "Yeah." So you was gonna uh, 
It's like, it's like, okay, I'm just looking at him like, okay, so you was going to get you some more land. All right, cool. I got you. I got you. And then I asked him because I was in one of the theaters where, you know, the uh, the seats recline and whatnot. Mm. Uh-huh. And I was like, I was like, yo, how do you do that? He's like, well, you don't know how to do that? Oh, you in one of these fancy uh, uh, theaters. This ain't like what y'all oh, you normally I used to. to say oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Like, huh. Y'all so really Max, can't read, could you? <laughs> I was like, nah, nah, nah. We we got that out here. I just don't go to them a lot, and you know, just, just where's, where's it at? Hilarious. And he was just laughing, uh, all heavy. And I was like, God damn, dude, so, so that got to be a redneck. He got to be a redneck. Yeah. So yeah, I was next to an alt right man. Wow! Wow! Next time we need a big white silence of door that says no black motherfuckers in the house. Wow. What <laughs> likely? I want to hear so I want to hear the other version. Yeah, man. I was, I went to the movie and this, this black guy. It's, I don't know. Hippity hoppity black guy, you know. Yo, yo. Nigger didn't even know how to use yeah, the feedback yeah, by the bar. Exactly, you know. <laughs> you know blacks, he didn't even know how to read the goddamn instructions on them. That's why this country is going to shit. <laughs> First of all, there was no instructions. I didn't even know that was one of those people. He was one of them chicken, Popeye eating chicken fighting, rapping. Uh, you have way too much fun with that voice. Oh, Mary Jane, do you see that big boy there? He doesn't know how to fucking use the fucking seat. What the fuck is this coming to? I don't know what the fuck these people talk about. What they teach them in other school? All they teach them about is that rap music shit. I don't know what the fuck they do with. <laughs> you know, I, I'll, I'll own that because that show was looking around like, okay, where the hell do I get this? Wow. <laughs> This is what Trump was talking about. <laughs> Shithole countries. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, there's a button just right there. Yeah. The oh, right boy, there. Let, me get, let me get my phone without. I'm going to take a picture of this shit so I can tell my cousin Lucille. He's like, look at this dumb nigga. Don't know how to use the fucking key. Wow. Wow. Yeah, so hard. <laughs> Oh my goodness! But to my defense, the lights were turned off, so I wouldn't have been able to see. Oh. The lights were so dark I couldn't see him. All I saw was teeth. I didn't know who was in front of me. Matter of fact, low key, low key, the uh, the cashier was the damn tar baby. <laughs> I, I said, I said, uh, I, I went. There, I went to ticket. I was like, do I got time to get in the eight ten? Uh, he's like, yeah, I got two minutes of commercial if you want to go in, but I think you need to go to the other one. But, you know, <clears throat> he's like, I can get you in. I was wow. like, well, dude, I just said the 18. Yeah. He's like, well, you're going to have to hurry because, you know, the, the preview's about to run out. I was like, motherfucker, just give me some of the goddamn ticket. Mm-hmm. I know I'm late. Hilarious. Was it reserve seating? Yeah, it was. And I got an aisle seat, so I took that. All right. All right. Well, there's the joke. Should we talk about the joke as long as the movie? Right. And we laid it off with some jokes. <laughs> uh, but anyway, go see it for yourself. Definitely love to hear what you think about it. Uh, real quick. And I do mean real quick. We, we, we cannot end this without uh, at least giving some, some conversation on the uh, Botham Jean uh, trial situation. I'm going to call it Botham. His name is Jean, right? Make sure yeah, I was Bob, yeah. yeah. 
I feel like everybody's making it about that girl and she alive. So I can't make it about her. <laughs> it's about the guy who died. Uh, you know, guy that was murdered, to be clear. He didn't die. He was murdered and he was sitting at home minding his business. What was he say? He was eating ice cream, took his life. Uh, of course, you know, she was sentenced to 10 years uh, all through the news. We, we saw the whole thing. Our, his family, his brother gave his speech in the courtroom and went and hugged her. And then the, the judge hugged her and this and that and the third and all that, all that stuff. We, we, we might get into that. But <clears throat> first of all, I, I can't, um, with respect, I cannot uh, talk necessarily bad to the brother in the terms of that's how he wanted to handle himself. That's his choice. You know, he's a man. He chose to do that. I don't have to necessarily agree with it, but that was his choice. And he has the right to do that. But thing I really just wanted to make my point on was that because uh, you can we can get into that. We will. But let's not get away from the issue, in my opinion, is that, as my man said in the Menace Society movie, the hunt is on and you're the prey. We definitely have to have a conversation about forgiveness and all that, but that's something else. But to be clear, the only reason we're here is because the hunt is on. And they don't, they want to divert away from that topic. But the fact is that brother was murdered in his house and he ain't coming back. And the person who did it, going to do a little bit of time and go on about their business. His legacy in terms of like ever having children and his family stops right there. Right. We be, we be, (laughs) we are, we be uh, fighting about identity politics and uh, did you get your degree or how you dressed, uh, how you carry yourself, watch your tone and delivery, all of these things we have internal sh- battles over. The, the data shows, <laughs> will be on my Amazon and the tech, the data shows that they see you as just a nigga that don't have no value. They're not dealing with how you was dressed. She wasn't dealing with his education wasn't dealing with what he said. The only thing she dealt with was she thought that that was her house. Black dude is in here. I'm busting. Didn't take the time to see if he had his pants pulled up. Whether or not he had baby mama drama. How much money he had in his bank account. Or if his hair was combed. Just saw the color of his skin, figured she was in the wrong house, dumping. When they got called the police, she called the, her own people to come. They was focused on who? Her. <laughs> they tried to dirty up whose name? His. Again, don't let them make you forget. Back a year or two ago when this was going down, what did they try to do? They tried to go with the old, oh, he had marijuana in his house. 
They wasn't talking about no. So I was like, forget all the forgiveness talk. How did they act? And how did they see you? And then when confronted with the consequences, how did they portray you? So they on some other, they're not dealing with all the internal identity politics that we got. They just, they ain't, they're on code. That's it. And they'll get away. The value of his life, they don't care. They know they're not going to get a lot of punishment over it. If it does come down to something, they know how we act. So they act accordingly. But at the end of the day, remember, they're busting. <laughs> They'll take our life because there's no value to it. So you have to remember who you're dealing with and you know, the situations that we live in. You can be in your own house, not doing nothing. And if, if the mistake is made that they take your life because there's really no value on yours, there's not going to be much of a consequence to where their life's going to be over. They'll take a minor speed bump of a situation and they'll want to flip that thing around where though you are the victim, they become the victim. And we'll have you champion that because they know how you're going to act. So I'm just saying, look at it logically. You know, we can be in our feelings and all that, but understand what you're up against. So there's no confusion of how you're supposed to operate. Now, unfortunately, like I said, it's not like I said, the data shows you can be highly educated, great job, Christian, this, that, and the third, top of the line brother. But if they have to blow you down, they will. And they're not going to take a lifetime fall over it. You better believe that. Again, the data shows. Yeah, they just showed it. So understand <laughs> where you, what's going on, where you at. So when they, anybody tell you all this, just show them the data, man. Just say, hey, man, here's the data. So I hear what you arguing about and in your feelings and all that, but that's cool. And when we get that out of the way, can we just deal with the facts so that we can operate accordingly? So that's why when I be like, you know, need to be on code or we don't have time to chastise this dude for that or her for this and that, because the people that uh, on the other side of it, they're not even wasting all that. They don't even play those games. <laughs> While we over here squabbling, they just, they, just one nigga. All the same. So just remember that, you know, so when we get to a part uh, in our conscious where we kind of get past squabbling, then we can start dealing with you know, on code and taking action and understanding the playing field properly so that we don't have to expose our babies to the same old shit over and over. That's kind of where I'm kind of pushing like, okay, we, we getting, we had a, should be at a more enlightened sense, uh, a logic, whether that comes through age or whatever that may come through, you might get it at a younger age, but we have to get to a point where we understand the playing field. Uh, there are particular rules. The data shows there are particular rules. You, when you put chess on the board, you can't just make up, oh, you can't, 
Well, you can move left or right. Now, the rules of this, this is how the game works. You're not going to make your own game. You're going to get checkmated at the end of the day. So just that's how we play this game. Um, but I'm curious, what do you guys think about this whole Geiger thing? What do you think about the the young man uh, hugging, the forgiveness, uh, the, the judge, uh, you know, reading the Bible scripture? That's, I just asked this question. I wish I had Big Sexy here. How is it even uh, ethical that you even can do uh, religious things in a court of law? I thought that that was separate from that, or is that something else? Okay. What if that? What if the uh, if the killer was a Muslim and you was quoting them Christian scripture, or vice versa? Wouldn't they be like, "Hey, that's disrespectful to me. I don't believe in that shit. Why are you telling me that?" Like I said, I thought you couldn't even underdo stuff like that. It was very odd to me, but I could be wrong. Um, but I'm opening it up to what, what do you guys think. I'm gonna let Ann go first. Okay, I was gonna let the guests go. For me, and I, I put this on Facebook, and we had this conversation with Charleston. I mean, you might not want to go in on that. I'm gonna. Be, I just gotta be me. I'm tired of black folk, black Christians trying to medal, trying to get a gold medal in the forgiveness Olympics. I'm tired of seeing that portrayal of us. You know, I mean, people saying, well, that's that man that that's how he's grieving. Who are we to judge? I feel like that moment is bigger than just him at that moment at that time. And then seeing a highly educated sister with an advanced degree, you know, showing compassion to a murderer, which I've never seen before. So, I mean, like I'm saying that I've never seen that before. When OJ was found not guilty, I didn't see Judge Lance Ito, Lito, Lance Ito walk down and give that man a hug. I didn't see when he got found uh, criminally, li- I mean, civilly liable. I didn't see the judge give him a hug. I'm I'm still waiting on uh, Ron, not Ron Goldman, his pops, Goldman pops, or uh, Nicole's pops to, you know, come out there and ask for a hug to forgive him. So it's just, it's just really just deep. It just really gets to me to constantly see this, that people are getting murdered. People are dying. And sadly, it's, it's always the men, the black men too. That makes it even worse for me. Like, come on, we're supposed to lead the lead the community, lead our people, and here we are trying to show that we can be a good Christian and forgive and turn the other cheek. And that just it just kind of bothers me because there there was no justice to to offer forgiveness. The person has to show repentance to show compassion of wrongdoing. I've yet to see that from Amber, Amber Geiger. As a matter of fact, she tried to, she got on the stand crying uh, about how bad this was, but then they go, they came with the receipts. <laughs> you was trying to get some dick later. You was trying to get some dick two days later. I mean, I don't know about y'all, but I've never been in a situation where I've killed someone and my next thought was, damn, how can I get some pussy now? Shit, I got to see. Like, maybe I can call. Nah, nah. That, that, to me, shows the psyche of what she thought about that man's life. And his brother 
gave her forgiveness. And that's just like, wow. I put up on Facebook, I'm letting you know, Mike, use my man. I don't want to put any bad thing out there, but if something did happen, I ain't forgiving you. Kill it. I'm letting you. I'm gonna be on cold for oh, you. No, I say that right now. If somebody takes ride for me, like that, <laughs> ride hard. I want you to take the same stance, energy, and uh, international uh, indignation as America would take. I, I want that same smoke. If that's what makes this country the powerhouse, they're not going to be forgiven. I want that same for my, then we ain't, I want to do, I'm American. So I want the same attitudes. We pay our tax dollars for it is the one I want applied to me. So when they, when they touch <laughs> us, we rain down. So I want them to rain down. <laughs> Something happen. Fuck that. If it's good enough for us, then it should be good for us personally. It shouldn't. Yeah. But I mean, that that's that's me on the outside. I don't know what that family's going through. You know, I've been I've been low key G checked on that by a couple. So maybe maybe I'll I'll take a step back. But for me, those optics is just infuriating. It it just it just really is. And the, I mean, last last ten years. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's like ten years, and there's talk of her, of her being able to do less than that. I just don't get it. And I and I really have to believe the brother, I'm going to say caping for her, the father wanting, talking about, let's be, I want to be your friend. Like what? Mike, I, I, I don't, I don't want to say this. Cause, but let's just say hypothetically. Don't put my finger. That did. Can, can you just imagine hearing, hearing, Somebody in your family say they want to be friends with the killer of their child. I I, I just can't. And that, that's why that's why this, this is just like mind boggling because when this happens to white folk, I we um I, I hate to say this, it wasn't murder, it was molestation. But when that Michigan State coach was being convicted, they were doing a sentencing, that white man, he didn't come with forgiveness. He went to choking it. And, and nobody you're not, you're not even talking about murder. They, those right. those kids were fortunately get to go through therapy and hopefully come out of that. Botham not coming out of that. <laughs> right. And no nobody nobody chastised them. Where's your forgiveness? You should be better than that. Turn the other cheek. They were right on. That's what I would have did too. I mean, but I mean, just the the with the repercussions of this, this this is is that it is showing you, you know, let's not even take it to the white supremacy. We still are having the issue, and yeah, I say this like, well, how can you take it out? But let's let's because some people don't even want to see it anyway, and within our community and outside of our community, but police dealing with dealing with citizens. Maybe if I say it like that, yeah, it might resonate with people. Police dealing with citizens. Do you really think? I feel like police should be held to a higher standard. We're giving you the power and we're putting a gun in your hand and you fucked up. And because you happen to have that badge, you got special treatment that no citizen would get. That's where I'm at. I'm done with Real quick before I go to Morpheus, the, the sad part about all of this is I feel 
the only way you can really get some sympathy or some semblance of uh, human decency about something like this is if you frame these situations in a comic book story <laughs> or some science fiction, <laughs> because sadly, the value placed on us is so low that you can't give you 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 uh, you you want to get common decency from something, but they just see no value in it. So there's like they're not the same as us. Why would I, you know, so there is going to always be an excuse. But if you was to say this story that was, yeah, there was aliens came down and they damn near blew up New York City and killed a whole bunch of humans. And then there was a intergalactic trial. And then humans at the end of the movie just shook hands with the aliens. People would reject that story. Right. They'd be like, that's bullshit. You know, we're weak. That's how they, because they see their own self as decent to, you know what I mean? They wouldn't accept that. But if you do it in real life and you use a black person as that protagonist, then they'll be like, well, yeah, uh, those people are the moral compass. Uh, I don't see them as the same as me. So you should forgive and move on and we'll do better. But you can, you would have to frame it in a sense where they have to, because they have no value. We, we don't even value ourselves enough to be that outraged collectively. And we'll, we've been bombarded with all of this stuff too. You know, we live here as well. So our, even our own minds is subconsciously so sort of subverted. There's less value taken to us that, yeah, we can fall back on sort of these um, spiritual techniques and practices that it can sort of like uh, justify why you shouldn't be rageful or do what any other person would do. That's my opinion. Like you, you, you have to display it in a way that takes out the black element and puts it on a human level. And we would always root for the Independence Day movie for the humans to rise up and fight back. You would never, that movie would never be successful if they just decided, let's just surrender to the humans at the end of the movie, right? We, at least we get to be alive. <laughs> we should be thankful. And let's take on the human, let's take on the characteristics of those aliens who came down and, and blasted us. That movie would would fail, right? People would be outraged. That's the only way you, people will actually have a decency enough to to look at these types of stories. That's sadly, in my opinion, where things are at. But anyway, go ahead, Morphe. Okay. Um, I have to look at it at outside of the box. You know, there are things in this case that just don't make no damn sense to me. Period. Because, uh, or maybe just some things that I'm not aware of. Because she goes to uh, an apartment that's partly a jar. Am I correct? If you believe that, right? Right. If you believe that, right? What the lights on? She couldn't see that. That's not her furniture. That I never understood, right? So, but then when we take it back to yeah, how they dirty up and it's a cop. First off, it's a cop. So right then and there, black race is already like on, we're alarmed because we've seen too much of this shit already. We've seen the Ferguson. We've seen Eric, Eric Garner. We've seen Freddie Gray. We've seen all this shit involving cops, right? So yeah, we're going to be like, fuck that bitch from, from day one because we've seen it too much, right? 
But when it comes to his family and and the whole hugging incident and forgiveness, first off, we're not in their shoes. We're just outsiders. And what I didn't understand was all the heat on the brother for him giving that. He's come to forgiveness quicker than anybody else. But that's his journey. That's his spiritual what he has with God. And when he was on the, uh, Good Morning America, I'm watching that interview, and he said something that resonated in me, where he said, God forgave us for our sins. I have sinned, and God has forgiven me. So who am I not to forgive her? Right there and there, I put it down. I said, that's you. Do what you need to do to heal your heart, right? I have a situation where I have three stepsisters that I have not spoken to and will never, ever speak to again once my father passed away. But maybe there might be a day I might forgive them, but it ain't coming anytime soon. But that's not for any me or anybody else that looks at my situation and says, no, he should have did this, he should have did that. But what I just keep trying to articulate a lot of times when I either hear the media, because we all know the media is the puppet master. They're trying to get you to, to jump at something, right? But you need to take your step back and say like, okay, if, if you're tired of certain situations, then what should we do about it? Don't be about it. You know, don't talk about it, be about it. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm just trying to get to that situation. And it's like, it's, you, you hit it home though, Mike. Nothing we do, nothing we say is going to bring this man back. Yeah. I mean, you know, and, you know, again, the, the brother, he did what he did. And you know, people can give you an explanation behind that. Choose to accept that. The thing is, if it had just stopped right there, I could kind of be like, okay. But you see, when the judge does it, you know, there's. Yeah, that's, that's the part that did throw me. <laughs> then that's you kind of throw that out of the window. It's like, okay, now how you want to explain that, right? Uh, because again, I just look at the facts and the data. This black person's is is forgiving. Okay. Now, this other black person on the case is forgiving. Wow. You statistically are getting out of, you're going out of the ballpark here a little bit. And then the dad comes out and. Uh, okay. Uh, the data is the data. Now, again, personal beliefs. You, per, I say this though. There's personal beliefs of coon. I mean, that's what they do. I I accept it. I don't have to accept. I don't have to do it. But that's what they do. They have their right to do it. Uh, I'm just saying. When I say just again, deal with how they deal with the playing field. If the judge, who is not a family member, mm -hmm. does this. To me, I don't understand how that you, you do. They don't normally do these types of things. Do they do that with all of them or the majority of them? Uh, do they read them verses? Uh, does the the prison, not the guard, but the guard or bailiff, are they normally combing the hair through of the uh, murderer on trial? Like there's too many, statistically, there's too many uh, red flags here to just write it off as, to me, it's fuck shit. <laughs> okay. What's going? All of these people are black that are doing this. Is that just a high coincidence, or is there something else going on there? Right. 
Why is she combing her hair? Why is she hugging and reading her verses? Why is he giving forgiving? Okay, you, you say because he's that. Okay, fine, I'll give you that. Well, the data shows them all being black. It just seem, doesn't that seem sort of odd that that mindset is on all of them? And they're not all connected through family. They're all connected through race. And some of them are on law enforcement and the actual person who presides over this who would have to be a my thought they're supposed to be impartial. Like, I don't that they weren't supposed to have no sides. So to me, the whole thing just goes to show you how things are played out from our side and from anybody else. And I'm just saying you have to recognize it for what it, get out your feelings. So I, I'm not in my feelings one way or the other about the forgiveness issue. I'm just laying it on the table and saying, it is. Yeah, okay. What is on cold being looking like versus it don't? Do you have other examples of data where you see other groups that do this? Yes or no. And if you do present that, present the receipts. Do they have, does, does your leadership do that? No. And we don't bat an eye. We, we support that. Right. We, we support the revenge and the justice. That's we pay our, pay our taxes and we don't hold back our money. So we support that. When, when it, any other there's Jews or somebody, you step out of line, I don't ever see none of them go out and show the other side and be like, oh, he murdered us and it was a mistake. He just changed your heart. I stand total to the, Even if they may feel like that, they don't show that. That's weak. They, they, I, I take it that they, they say that as weakness. And if you open the door for that, they'll run all over you. So we're not doing that. Even though I may feel like yeah, we're going to pray for him and, and our thing, but we're not going to show something that would put us in danger. It, it, it doesn't make logical sense. <laughs> That's my point. Like, how does it make sense to do something that may endanger your people? Even if you are, quote unquote, right. There's a level to be right. You can be right, but you don't have to be right and bow down. That, how does that make sense? And if it doesn't, and if all you do is go through life thinking about how things work for just me, well, in my opinion, then you're off cold and you're really only concerned about yourself, which is fine. But I can't, you know, then I have to write you off. Man, then I, I can't really deal with you because you could care, you care about your situation and that's it. And that's fine. But when you know you're on national TV, I don't, you can't tell me that they don't know that them cameras is in there being this whole thing. The whole world, the country has been watching this. So miss me with the, I don't know nobody else is paying attention to what my actions are and my ramifications. You asking to do this to put on the show. You, you know you being shown. If all you care about is only your situation, that's fine. I have a right to say, well, then cool, you should do that. But I don't, I don't rock with that. Like I, it's big. Some things are bigger than that. that because that's how other people do things. They don't just deal with their own issue. They deal. How is that going to look for the rest of us, for, for white society? We're not coming out talking greasy on each other. We're not going to do that. Even if we know we're wrong. <laughs> 
Just have, look at Trump. Do I have to? No, I'm just saying, but as an example, they, they only so much, but when they were certain things with Trump, they'd be on cold, Pelosi and them be on cold mm-hmm. about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. <laughs> so at the end of the day, they're not going to show no weakness. So they're going to give up power. I'll just say, we at some point, maybe we should maybe think of following their blueprint. I don't know. That's, if, if it seems to work for them, well, wouldn't you think it worked for us? Well, we, we're the only ones getting subjugated and getting blown down like that. So I don't know what else is, what else is the take. I, I guess I, I tend to not understand the logic Honestly, behind it. <laughs> what do they say? The definition of insanity, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting a different result? Yeah, I mean, shit, I, I pray too, but God's still working on me, so I, I'm not going about to bend down <laughs> and get my ass <laughs> just because I, yeah, nah, I'm not going to do it. But again, that's that man's choice. He could, he, that's his choice. I can't, you know, salute you, brother. Do your thing. I, that's, that's great for, that's great for you. You know what I'm saying? I feel you. And I don't know what I would well, do in that situation if that was my family. You know what I'm saying? Well, hopefully none of us have to wind up in it, that situation. Exactly. You know what I mean? Exactly. But but the data probably shows that unfortunately we do we are in that situation. So that mm-hmm. that's the thing. The thing is we are in that situation, right? <laughs> if it even if it don't personally hit you, it goes into the yeah. psyche of the society we live our. So we are in that situation, and we can act like that ain't got nothing to do with us. But hopefully you're not the one that gets pulled over that day. And then you do become that just like my, what's that dude that got hemmed up overseas. He's like, it ain't got nothing to do with me. And ASAP Rocky. Yeah. Hopefully it didn't become him. And then he was mad. They mad. Why we just looked at him and like, huh? Do you bro? So you like can't be mad. Called them, called them bitches that, that you George, you get in Beverly Hills. That's all and, I had to say. And, about and that that's why some people, you better call them pastors. You better call them Catholic pastors to come and pray for you just as you pray for them. And I ain't mad at you. I mean, I'm just playing your playbook. <laughs> you can't have you gotta have it can't have it both ways now. You, you, you got you see what I'm saying? So that's what if it's good for you, then let it be good for you. But go over there and call the pastor because I'm still they still working on me and I'm it's not on cold. So I I pray for you. I'm gonna pray for you. Low key, um, Aunt asked the question about how she was looking to get some dick two days later. Isn't that kind of like what Joker did in that movie? Huh? <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, what he, that's what he wanted to do. Hilarious. <laughs> but anyway, man, I, I, I pray for that family, man. I pray for their moms. Yeah. I can't imagine the moms having to go through something like that, your child. Uh, uh, that's that's the only one I tip my hat yeah. to who I salute because she got up afterwards she didn't say nothing about no forgiveness she was like yo we need to make some changes Dallas let's get this stuff together yeah, let's man. ride it's, it, it's me now but it could be one of y'all later let's make some changes I was like yeah. there you go it's like why she the only why she the one in the family with the balls come on yeah. hey man I um, I they're going through it. They're going through it heavy. Yeah. But like I said, it's they're the victims, not not uh 
Amber. Yeah, but things do need to change because, like, it is getting ridiculous that every time you're hearing about some police officer shooting down one of ours, but yet you don't hear none about them shooting one of theirs. Well, you do. Uh, The brother in Minnesota, and they threw the book at him. And uh, mm-hmm. it was no, they, no, nobody put a hug around him. <laughs> they gave him straight uh, 12 years and the the family, they wasn't at the church. They went to the courts and got 20 million and kept it pushing. Um, so again, oh. the data is the data. <laughs> and you know, the index, they're going to be back at that court and get a bag. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they did. They got $20 million. Oh, oh yeah. That's what I said. They, they wasn't, they didn't forgive him and they weren't making a spectacle. They took it straight to the courts. And got twenty million and kept it pushing. Wait, twenty? Go look it up. How are we getting two and three? Well, again, understand. <laughs> wow, there's no value. <laughs> that, they, they don't, they don't value you. So <laughs> why would they give you a bag? There's no value when they, they know you're gonna. They, they, they know you're gonna say you forgive them. So there's no reason for them to break bread like that. And that's why I say follow follow what they do. Then, like this, is the same situation happened in Minnesota, right? That brother made a mistake and killed that lady, unfortunately. Uh, but yeah, twelve threw the book at that brother, and he was found a cop. Out. He found out they go on code, white code, not the cop code. And his family got yeah. got a bag. Now I can say that, but that ten years isn't long enough. Oh, of course, so I can definitely say that shit. You said that like, well, I can't give y'all. Well, I don't guess I understand. Nah, man. I'd be like, I think she should have got 1525. Fuck that. True. Okay. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but, that, but I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised by it at all. That's, that's what they do. Uh, but, by the way, how old is she? I don't know, man. I don't care. I don't know. I don't no, know. Because I, I just want that. I don't want her to come out and be able to slap kids. You know what I'm saying? Well, she's only going to probably do five. So she ain't that old. She looked like she might be in her 30s or something, if that. Yeah. She's gonna, she'll be straight, man. Work at another precinct. Her her uh, partner killed a, bl- uh, uh, killed a black person, didn't they? That I'm not sure. They don't want to go too deep into that. But yeah, look it up. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, all right, man. I gotta, ooh, we gotta get up off of here. Uh, yeah, real, real quick though, and I just saw that picture you put up in the in Discord at the Comic Con. I thought you was in Orlando. No, nah, nah, come on, man. I saw that on Instagram. God. Hilarious. <laughs> 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 Try to get me caught up with work, man. Stop it, snitching ass. Hilarious. <laughs> All right. Well, man, we've definitely had a very lively conversation here today. This is a trigger warning show, I'm sure. Uh, Again, thank you, uh, Morpheus, for coming on, sir. Uh, Thank you again for having me. I really appreciate it. All right, man. We we thank you for the support, man, and and coming on the chat and just, you know, mixing it up and keeping it lively with us, man. We love that. Uh, Aunt Pooh, where can they find you, sir? They can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Ampoo. I'm always accepting new followers. All right. Oh, yeah, you accepting Ho Ho Him? Of Here course not. Fuck that, dude. All right. All right. <laughs> all right. Ladies and gentlemen, we appreciate you listening again. Uh, I'll put a link in the show notes. Jump over to our Discord chat. Join the fun. 
Uh, also check out other shows. You can find us at podcastjuice.net, um, Instagram podcast juice, Twitter at podcast juice, uh, YouTube, I believe. Just look up the Prince podcast. And yo, with that, work it like a job. We'll see you next time. Peace.